What's good? It is Sunday, March 29th. Welcome into the Early Edge, powered by Sportsline. I am the coach, and we do this every single day before 11 a.m. We do it in 10 minutes or less, coming off a really profitable day on Saturday on both the UFC side, but also here on the regular show. We are 3-1. and one. Syracuse, they were all that stood in our way between that 14 parlay coming through, but still 3-1. and one. We'll take that every single day. Today, we've got a very special episode for you. Let's bring in my capper. We're going to start calling this Sunday Brunch with M Squared. You got the whole show to yourself, sir. The floor is all yours, although we are bringing a couple of Mitro's picks in. But how do you feel about being the star of your own show? It feels good. And uh, Sunday Brunch brunch is an appropriate title. Got a a big mix of sports today. I've got the F1 race on in the background. We've got NASCAR on dirt today, NBA, March Madness. It is definitely a Sunday fun day. And the sun is shining today. It's a beautiful thing. You know, as I was shaving my head this morning, I had Netflix on. I have, I'm watching the F1 uh, series right now that just came out, which I think is one of the best things uh, on Netflix. All right, Mikey, let's jump right in. Storylines that could affect the betting lines. Uh, a short slate in the NBA today, but there's some, uh, uh, some fairly important uh, guys that could or could not play. What do you got? Yeah, definitely some news to consider here in the short slate. Damian Lillard going to be the biggest piece here. He is questionable to play against Toronto tonight. We saw him sit in the last game, and McCollum had a big game. They ended up having that win. They welcomed Norman Powell to the rotation. It's going to be interesting for a few reasons, not only just him sitting and not playing, but what's it going to look like with that three-headed monster with all three of those guards active. And then for the Denver Nuggets, they acquired Aaron Gordon, JaVale McGee. Both of those guys should be available to play today against the Atlanta Hawks, while Monty Morris is still listed out. And then the Orlando Magic, we know we've been talking about how thin they've been recently. Um, Gary Harris is not available to play still because of the injury, but Otto Porter and Wendell Carter Jr. should both be available after the trade here. Uh, Don't forget, coming up uh, Monday and or Tuesday here on the show, we're going to be looking at some futures and how they could be affected uh, with all the different trades that have gone on, uh, specifically in Brooklyn with the Nets, uh, with Blake Griffin and with LaMarcus Aldridge. All right, let's jump right into it. It is time for our picks for our show. And real quick, if you're not playing in our perfect parlay contest, why not? All you got to do is go to our YouTube page, leave a best bet. If one of our cappers is perfect on that show, then you are eligible to win a year-long subscription and follow us at Sportsline. So we're going to pick, once again, all four plays today in uh, basketball, the second part of the Sweet 16. And we're going to start, and these are two from the site, and also the maestro is on these as well. Gonzaga laying a big number, 13 and a half. But before you go, oh, coach, 13 and a half, understand this, Creighton, 0-6 against the spread in its last six NCAA tournament games as an underdog. The Zags have won 25 straight games by double digits. Think about that. They weren't even that impressive, and they beat Oklahoma by 16 points. We're taking the Zags, and we're laying the 13.5. Game number two, Alabama, minus 6.5 over UCLA. Now, UCLA has made us a lot of money through the first week of the NCAA tournament. They've already played three games, but this is where the run stops for the Bruins. I talk about Alabama, 96 points, <clears throat> excuse me, against a very tough Maryland team, and they didn't even play that good offense. They go, they run and gun, they're difficult to stay up with, and I just don't think Larry and the show, or excuse me, Sportsline, doesn't think that UCLA has the firepower to stay with Alabama for 40 minutes. So we're laying the six and a half, and we're taking the tide. All right, M-squared, you know the drill. Uh, Give it to me. 
All right, Coach, we're going to start with the Michigan-Florida State game. This is one that I bet early in the week at minus three. It has come down to minus two. However, I do not agree with the market and the movement that we've seen here. I'm going to trust the models. That's the reason why I build them. That's the reason why I use them. There's no reason to go away from them at this point. I love this spot for Michigan. All we hear about is – we hear about Florida state and how good they are and how Michigan cannot win without Isaiah livers. But what does Michigan keep doing? They keep winning. Right. And the reason they keep winning is because they're one of the best defensive teams in the country. And they really rely on that. They control the tempo of the game. They're going to be able to do that again today against Florida state. I make this game minus 4.7 in my simulations. I still have it at that number at this point. Again, do not agree with the market moving to minus two. So I personally have added more to it. I have almost two units of my own on this game now because of the line movement. I love it at minus two. I think it's one of the strongest plays of the day. Second play, USC and Oregon, Pac-12 matchup here. This game is one that Oregon, like we talk about USC, right? People think that USC line is inflated after what they did to Kansas. I personally want to argue that the Oregon line is a little inflated based off of their run down the stretch at the end of the season, especially what they did against Iowa. The thing that they still did against Iowa is Oregon is defensive liability. They are not good enough to be in this spot, frankly, defensively. And that is going to show today. The only way that Oregon's going to win this game is if Figueroa and Duarte can still be hot. They need both of them to be hot from three. Even just one of them, it's not going to be enough for them. I make this game in my simulations minus 3.8 for USC. I think it's a great spot. I think that Oregon is the most overvalued team in the market currently at this point. Well, I like those two plays, but also I'm not going to let you get out of here without some NASCAR today because you're the guy five and three in your last eight picks here on the show, but we're hitting underdogs. So the value that you're giving us in these picks every single week has been immense. Uh, give me two plays today that you like head-to-head matchups. All right, Coach, we're going to start with Chiefs dog of the day. That's going to be Christopher Bell plus 160 against Kyle Larson. These are the two best drivers in the field on in this format when it comes to dirt racing on a short track. Both of these guys grew up doing that, as did many of the drivers in NASCAR. But these two really, really excelled on short tracks and on dirt. And when you're giving them plus 160 on any of them, you have to simply take the underdog here. I like Christopher Bell. We've seen a really strong performance from him so far this season, and that's because he's finally been elevated into the equipment that really he needs to have to compete at the highest level here. So these two guys actually have a common link when they grew up racing here. In 2013, as Kyle Larson kind of moved up and graduated a bit, Chief was freaking out in the background. Sorry about that, guys. That's all right. That's all right. (laughs) He goes nuts for the dog of the day. So Christopher (laughs) Bell – replaced Kyle Larson at Keith Koontz Motorsports in 2013 and some of the younger series here on his way up. It's a it's an organization that's essentially breeding younger dirt track racers to bring them up to NASCAR. So these two have that link here. I love Christopher Bell in this spot. I think it should only be plus 125. Frankly, I think this is an absolute gift from our friends at William Hill at plus 160. So I have already locked that one in for sure. And then the second one, a name you've never heard of, Mike Marler. Same kind of story, a lot older. I believe he's 43 years old. This is what he does for a living. He races short tracks. He races on dirt. He is someone like this is his Super Bowl, right? Like you have certain events like 
Knoxville Nationals, you have big events in that world. We haven't seen a dirt race on an actual NASCAR track in this series for 50 years. Obviously, hasn't happened in his lifetime. This is his absolute Super Bowl. While for Kurt Busch, this is maybe simply just another distraction, right? It's one event. It's a standalone event in the series or in the season. So I love Marler here plus 140 against Kurt Busch. I know it feels weird because he has absolutely no name value to the common fan, but I love this play as well at plus 140. Here at the show, everybody knows that we preach education and entertainment. This is where we educate. Don't just go into your NASCAR plays at William Hill or whatever book it is that you use and go, oh, I'm going to take Harvard, Hamlin, because you got to understand what the race is, and it's so different this week. Listen to Mikey, understand what we're doing, and don't just blindly play the names that you know. Okay, we're up against it. Let's grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here is the recap. Thank you, Jeweler. M squared is on Michigan minus a two. I I've loved that play. I locked it in on Monday or Tuesday and probably going to play a little bit more on it today. Uh, USC, it's a late one, giving two in a Pac-12 matchup in the Sweet 16 uh, over Oregon. Then in NASCAR, remember, they're running on dirt for the first time in 50 years. Bell over Larson, that's plus 160. It's a gift. And Marlowe over Kurt Busch, plus 140. And then from Sportsline, our plays of the day. Also, the Maestro is backing these two. Gonzaga, minus 13 and a half over Creighton, and Alabama laying the six and a half over UCLA. By the way, if you want to put all four of the Sweet 16 games in a parlay today, a $10 parlay would bring you back over twelve fifty, as it is 125, or excuse me, 12 to what? I can't even get it right because yes, yesterday it didn't come through for Syracuse. I'm still, I still have a block in my head over that parlay, but we're going to hit it today with all four of these games. Oh, Sunday brunch with M squared. Felt good for the first day. Felt good. All right. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all these tickets straight to the pay window. For M squared, for Chief and his dog of the day and the jeweler. Remember, I'm the coach. This is the only place every single day, seven days a week, 365 for your daily Early edge. Good luck.